It is the RPO Podcast, sponsored by Inside the Hashes. I am Jerome Jones, your host, and we got Ray Roberts and Don Modillo. What's up, guys? How you doing, What's man? What's going on? Not much, man. Not much. It is exciting time right now. It is Kanban week. What you guys feeling right now? Good. Awesome. Uh, yeah, can't wait. A lot of stuff's going to happen. I can't, can't wait to, can't to wait. see what unfolds. Yeah, awesome. very exciting time right now. This is the only time that a bunch of guys are happy to see <laughs> other guys run around in underwears. <laughs> Most of the guys I know anyway. <laughs> oh, man. And this also the first time we will not have a bubble butt reference from Mike Mayock. Wow. We hope so. Wow. <laughs> I may, I may even miss that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mayock is, is that guy. Well, That's a, I love Mike Mayock. We all I, mean, I think yes. professionally, yeah. the guy is just speaks to you. So I love him. So, yeah. Yes. I respect him a lot. Definitely. Let's have a moment of silence from Mike Mayock. Why? He's making a lot of money. Good for him. <laughs> <laughs> let's all right, notice, that. Let's have a moment of silence for us. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's move along. <laughs> he is getting a lot of money at Oakland. We wish him the best. And we'll I do. What we miss. We, what I, we I, miss. I'll be honest with you. I it's think it's be, it's well long overdue. Really. Yeah, it's gonna be strange. It's gonna be strange not hearing his voice in there. But let's get into some of these uh, topics. I want to kind of ramble off a couple of news that went on this week regarding the NCAA or the combine in general. It was just said this week that Jerron Teller have a hammy, so he's gonna be limited in a lot of the combine um, drills. Mm-hmm. Really, really, really sucks. As well as Josh Jacobs, he's going to be limited as well. He has a hammy as well, I believe. So that that's that's it for the um, injuries. There's a couple of injuries that's going on um, in the combine. So there's some people that we're not going to be seeing, which stinks. A good news going to um, combine is that Nick Bosa said he's going to be a full participant. He's going to do all drills, which everybody is very excited to see. And it's going to be very inter- interesting to see how his numbers uh, compare to his brothers because uh, you know we're going to do that, basically. Of course. Yeah, that's why he's doing it. He wants to be his brother. Exactly. I would, too. I would, too. And we just got some news that Alex Hornibrook is going to be transferring. So before we go into our topics, I know me and Ray was kind of talking about this off air. Ray, um, what do you think about this? I don't understand the reason for it, but, I mean, I do. I mean, I think he's just really afraid of the competition. He um, has the injuries last year, missed a couple games. The one kid, um, Jack Cohen, actually came in and played for him a little bit, uh-huh. you know, when he was hurt and did a pretty good job and actually won their bowl game. So they have another kid coming in, Graham Mertz. And I think he's just afraid of the competition. Okay. I mean, he's a local kid. I wish him the best, but I just, you know, it just seemed like he wanted to just get out, you know. Yeah, sometimes we see that too. They, they, they go out um, – you know, it, it, it could be for the best, really. You never know. Maybe I just, he goes to he thinks of it, he's thinking of schools in mind where he thinks he can go and perform right away mm-hmm. at a better competition, or maybe not. Um, be a senior this year, right? Yeah, he, yeah. he's a fifth year senior now, right? He's a redshirt yeah. senior. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, maybe he, he's he's from the PA area, so maybe he's he's coming home. I mean, you could see maybe a Penn State or a. Uh, Dude, don't like that. don't be surprised if he goes to Delaware. 
He is so. he is a Westchester native. And went to Malvern Prep, so don't be surprised if his Delaware's not off of his radar. Yeah, I said that like he wasn't that good as a quarterback, and I just feel like he just running like you said, running from competition, or that he kind of felt that the coaching staff is not good enough to help him exceed to the point that he needs to be. It's a Wisconsin; they're a running team anyway. Yeah. And right. his stats were okay, but they weren't that impressive. So, yeah. I mean. But, I mean, if you looked at it, I know they're a run team, but they were 26-6 and six with him as their starter for the past three seasons. So I mean, it's pretty solid. No, it's very solid. I mean, it's good. And, it, it, again, I mean. Especially in that I, conference. I don't think, I think he's a solid kid. I think he's a decent player. But I really, I just honestly wonder if, if all things being equal, instead of the comp- competing with these other two guys, I just go to us. Maybe a little bit more closer to where I'm from, and you know, there's Penn State's going to need a quarterback, like you said. Maybe he goes to Delaware. That seems to be like a team that, for some reason, local kids like to go back there. You know what I mean? So we'll see. Um, if you go to Penn State, you're gonna have to be a homer. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And, and looking at it though, his only really other big time offer was the University of Pitt, where he committed to before and then decommitted before before going to Wisconsin. He had an offer from from uh, Connecticut, Rutgers, Yale. So you see that they're not big-time schools that offer them big-time contracts or, uh, I should say, scholarships. So, I mean, you could see that happening. Yeah, Rutgers, Rutgers, Connecticut. Rutgers is interesting, though, pretty close. You know, that, that's, yeah. that's an interesting, interesting guess. I would, I would see that. They're, they look like every year they're trying to get back on track, you know, so – Definitely, right. definitely. All right, so let's move on. Let's um continue what we've been doing the past few weeks. If you haven't been listening, we've been doing our top five in, um, in the draft for each position. We're going to round it out today by doing the linebackers, cornerbacks, and safeties. So I'm going to start with Ray. Can you give me your top five linebackers? <clears throat> All right, well, I'm going to stick with um interior guys because we have, like, difference of opinion. Like, if – if I think Josh Allen could be a special player as a linebacker, but he's more than likely going to play either a three, four outside linebacker, maybe, or a defensive end, so I won't put him in there. But my top five interior guys are Devin White from LSU is pretty simple. You know, he's been like the number one rated linebacker in college football for most of the year. Very good stats, 123 tackles, 62 solos, 12 for loss, three sacks. He's my number one guy. My number two middle linebacker is Tavon Coney from Notre Dame. Mm. Believe it or not, he had the same exact stats as Devin White. Really? Yeah, the same. Well, 123 almost tackles. The same, almost. Okay, 123 tackles, which are the same. 63 solo, which is one more. Nine and a half for loss, which is two and a half less, and four sacks. So he had a mm. really good year, playing for a pretty good Notre Dame defense. So I mean, I any and I and he's a. Beast in the, in the weight room, and I, I like the kid. So, okay. um, my number three guy is Khalil Hodge from Buffalo. Mm. 143 tackles, 57 solo, seven and a half for loss, and a, and a sack and a half. The kid is just a downhill monster. He's a beast as far as getting from point A to point B. One of my favorite. I like the Buffalo program. I talk yeah. about them a lot. I, I watched them. I mean, they're on a decent amount, so I like them. My number four guy is TJ Edwards from Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. Another kid, just a downhill monster. 
not a sideline to sideline guy, but a guy who can definitely play on the inside. Maybe, maybe be best suited to being a three four as a middle linebacker. Um, 112 tackles, 73 solo, um, 11 and a half TFLs, and three mm. sacks. So a good football player, good program, and I like him. I think again. In a 3-4 as that second middle linebacker, he could be a real playmaker in that type of a defense. And my number five guy is Jermaine Pratt from NC State. 104 tackles, 6'2", 240, 104 tackles, 54 solo, 10 for loss, 6 sacks. Another kid who, if he's his second middle linebacker, maybe he'll have to play weak side linebacker in the NFL or if he could be that second middle linebacker in a 3-4, I think he could be a real playmaker there. And um, uh, let me get your five. Who you got? Um, well, my number one guy is, is Devin White from LSU. I think that shouldn't be a question there. Uh, he's proved all year. Even last year, he was the top linebacker prospect. Uh, going into the end of last year and the beginning of this year, this guy was head over heels over all the linebackers. But, I mean, a lot of linebackers did make names for themselves this year. Uh, my number two is Mac Wilson from Alabama. He is uh, going into the combine, is rated the fastest linebacker and the hardest-hitting linebacker in college football. Um, and I, his stats are a little low, I get that. But again, that Alabama defense was was big. They were scary, and it was all led by him. I think he's, he's one of the better prospects here and, and could have a very, very, very good combine this weekend. Uh, my number three is Devin Bush from Michigan. Uh, a lot of people don't really still talk about Devin Bush, uh, but I still see him as a top prospect. Uh, he needs to make a splash this weekend at the Combine, so uh, hopefully we see him do his stuff uh, there. Uh, number four, I have I have Tavon Coney from Notre Dame. Like you said, he's a, down, he's a very explosive guy, uh, fills all the gaps on, on, on blitzes. He can drop back into coverage and turn his body, 63 tackles, four sacks, he had an interception. So he, he, if you watch some of that Notre Dame defensive tapes, he's all over the field. Uh, he's, he's only, he's only six foot, but I mean, again, that's right around the range for an inside linebacker. So he's, he's there. Uh, we'll see how he does this weekend. And my number five guy is Jermaine Pratt from NC State. Uh, he really blew up the NCAA this year by storm. No one really talked about him a lot going into the year. A lot of the preseason stuff had him five through seven rounds. Now I can see him going two, three rounds. Uh, he's, he's a very good talent guy. Uh, he's a, he, he motivates his other teammates, as you see from NC State. He's their captain, their leader. Uh, 54 tackles this year, six sacks. So he's he's all over the place. Uh, that's my five linebackers right there. So I patiently waited because I wanted to see if Dom was going to say it. He did. So thank you, Dom. Ray, what is up with you not having Devin Bush on your top five? Because I'm man? not sure Devin Bush could play middle linebacker in the NFL, man. Okay, so you just strictly – I think, I think he, either he plays I, weak side. There's the thing. He's a short – He's, he's yeah. short. He's 5'11", 5'10". He's, he's short. 235-ish. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, again, if he's a secondary middle linebacker, he's mm-hmm. a player there. Or he plays weak side. Yeah. I mean, that, okay. Not that I, I think he's an excellent football player. Okay. But if I want to stick to interior guys, I'm not sure if he's that guy. Thanks for clarifying that. Come on. I almost I mean, had a I, I, I like him. <laughs> I like him. I, I love his intensity. I love him. He's a playmaker. But... As a playmaker, I like him, not as an inside linebacker, maybe. Gotcha. You know? All right, my, question is, my question is, where the heck is Mac Wilson? Um, yeah, him too. The stats aren't that great. Played in a loaded oh, defense. Mm. Loaded defense. Loaded defense, exactly. That loaded be, exactly. defense. Yeah, that loaded might be. Defense, you're right. That might be why his stats are down, too, you know? Exactly. Okay, man. 
Okay, let's think that. When, when you're when you're or maybe I can maybe maybe I can get stats play with them other guys. <laughs> <laughs> I can get in the way. <laughs> After the taking on one of them six five three hundred pound linemen, oh, yeah, man. I can clean up. <laughs> I do every day of work anyway. You know, like <laughs> Ray, we, we do not want you to get hurt. We want you back on. Our I like Nick Wilson again. He's a player. I don't think his stats were – I would put him in my top five. That's all. Okay. All right. Let's move along. Let's move along. All right. I'm going to skip Ray because I know how Ray is with DB. So I, I respect kinda, everybody. Again, I'm kind of scared <laughs> to hear what he says about this too. But Nah. Dom. <laughs> Dom, let me get your top first five. <laughs> <laughs> let me get your top five corners, uh, Dom. My number one guy, my first ever podcast here, I said that DeAndre Baker had one of the most standout years as a cornerback I've seen in the past five years. And I and for that, I have him at number one. Mm-hmm. It's a very, very controversial comment on my part. It mm-hmm. is, but but just like I am, I, I'm kind of a homer. I mean, not really the homer because he's from Georgia, but the guys that I like. DeAndre Baker is one of those guys that are that I really like. I know 31 solo tackles, two interceptions, one four. <clears throat> but if you look at who my number two is in Greedy Williams, they're kind of the same. They both have the same pass deflections. Both had two interceptions. DeAndre mm-hmm. Baker had five or six more tackles. Three so, I mean, inches it's, taller. <laughs> Say three I'm, inches taller. Three inches taller, I get that. Right. But there are, there are corners in the NFL who are short that are pretty solid. And I think DeAndre Baker, not to cut you off, man, I think DeAndre Baker is a good football player. I don't know if he's anywhere near as good as Greedy Williams, to be honest right. with you. I, I understand that. I know Greedy Williams is going to be a top 10 pick. But what yeah. I saw out of this year, from just this year, I think DeAndre Baker made a name for himself as the top two, top one type cornerback. That's just me. So, Greedy's at number two. Number three, I have Byron Murphy from Washington. Uh, 37 solo tackles, four interceptions, 13 pass deflections, which was top six in in national in the NCAA. So, I mean, this guy really, even last year, he was he was going to be a, a top prospect if he came out. Um, but he, he showed himself. I, I really do like him as a corner. He's quick. Uh, he can stay with a lot of the wide receivers. Uh, I like him there. Uh, number four, I have Lonnie Johnson from Kentucky. Had a great, great senior bowl performance. His stats aren't even to mention. I'm not even going to talk about him because they don't show how good of a cornerback mm. he really is. He's more of that, that weak side, cover the flat type cornerback I see a little bit in Lonnie. Mm-hmm. But I really do like Lonnie as a cornerback in the NFL. And my number five is Tavon Mullen from Clemson. Um his one interception, three pass deflection, 30 solo isn't really the keys of his game. His keys is is being around the, the outside of the field, uh, making noise to the wide receivers, kind of kind of getting in their head a little bit. Uh, he's the he's the playmaker type of guy on that defense, and I like him in my top five. Dom, I heard that Lonnie is going for a four four in the in the forty yard dash. Would be- Unbelievable! If he ran a four four, that would help him even more. Yeah. That if he ran a four, if he runs faster than Byron Murphy from Washington, he's going to jump Byron Murphy. I really think so. I think so as well. I like, I really like Lonnie uh, Johnson. Um, he had an amazing senior bowl. He really did. He did. He did definitely. I got to um, interview him, so check that out on InsideTheHatchet.com. Ray, let me get yours. Okay. Well, I have who I pretty much thought was the number one corner since the beginning of the season. Greedy Williams is number one. I have, to me, he's the ultimate playmaker. He can he can do whatever you want to do. He can play press. He can back and run with guys. He can do whatever you need him to do. I think he's easily the best corner in the draft. Um, he's my number one guy. Number two, I have Byron, Byron Murphy 
from Washington. I mm. think he is a playmaker. I think he's a little bit of a boundary-type corner, which they're fine. I mean, I like him. He's fast. He can run and turn around with guys. I had DeAndre Baker number three. I think DeAndre Baker is a good football player. I think, again, um, he gets lost. Like, he looks in the backfield a little bit too much for me. Mm. But he can make plays, and he's a good corner. Mm. Um, my number four is Tavon Mullen from Clemson. You know from early in the season, I'm a big fan. I think as a press corner, he will be a really, really good cornerback. I think he sometimes, again, he, he gets lost in coverage a little bit. But I think he's a good football player, and, and I'll take him. And my number five is Amani Aru. I can't say that last name from Penn yeah. State. Kid's yeah. a playmaker. I love him. He's, he can run. He can turn a run. He can play some press coverage. Um, he was one of the Penn State. I will try to Aru lie or something yeah. like that. But I yeah. can't. <laughs> I couldn't spell say his name even after I hear someone else say it. But yeah, to be honest with you. Plus, it's one of the names that everybody pronounces a little bit different. Yeah. But he's my number five guy. So, all right. I could have put Julian Love in there, but again, I think <laughs> I Julian. That too. I think Julian Love is a little bit of a boundary too. I think okay. as a a boundary corner or a free safety, he can mm-hmm. be a real player. I'm not sure if he's a a great one on one cover guy. I was going to you know ask I mean? that. Do you think he's more of a safety than a corner? I think either he's a zone coverage guy, a boundary guy, or he's a safety. Yeah. yeah, I could see him being a safety in that nickel corner. Oh, absolutely. Type of guy. I mean, I like Lonnie Johnson a lot, and I think he'll play some corner. But, dude, I'll be honest with you. With his size and as fast as he is as a free safety, he could be a real player. You there, know man. what? That is so funny. I was talking to Ryan, and I keep saying, like, I could see him playing safety. If he was playing yeah. safety. As a safety all over the field, man. Yeah. With that speed and yeah. that height and them arms, man, mm-hmm. he could be a real player, man. I totally agree. Yeah. I, I said that, too. Yeah. Speaking of safeties, let's go into safeties. Ray, and let me hear your top five. Top five safeties. I have Delonte Thompson from Alabama. Mm-hmm. Pretty much, I think everybody probably kind of feels he's either one or two. Um, good player. I mean, he's on a loaded defense, and I understand. Like, I even say, but to me, the loaded defense in Alabama is their front seven. That's why don't get me wrong. I'm not taking nothing against away from Alabama linebackers. They're all good football players, but when you have the meat up front that them guys have, man, I mean it's really hard to judge linebackers. It really is. Yeah. But their secondary players are are always usually pretty good. Yeah. And that's that's Nick Saban's bread and butter. He's a secondary guy. He always has been. What he does with his secondary people is Bill Belichick like. You yeah. know what I mean? So I mean I I love him. And my number two guy is Nazir Adderley from Delaware, oh a high riser. I hear that people aren't sure how fast he's going to be, and that may hurt him a little bit. But I don't know that. I, I like him. He's a playmaker. Um, I have him as my number two guy. And number three guy is Juan Thornhill from Virginia. Kid is a – can turn and run – can play can play physical, come up and play the line of scrimmage. I like guys that are versatile that way. I would love for Miami to tra- draft them, but they don't really need the safety that high. So mm-hmm. I love them. My three guy is Taylor Rat from Washington. Six another what six foot, two ten, good football player, instinctive, 
maybe he should play strong safety, I maybe. Yeah, but I hit. like him as a player, and he's a really smart kid. He's definitely a hitter. Yeah, he's a hitter, and I, I, and I like that guy. And my is a guy that I've liked since the beginning of the year is Gardner Johnson from Florida. Mm-hmm. I think he's a player. I think he can – you can play him in either spot. He's a guy who's pretty physical up front. He can come up and play enforce the run. Or he can turn around with just about anybody, man, as far as being athletic. I don't think he's super fast, but if you watch him turn and run with guys, man, he's very athletic. Nice, nice. So, All right, Dom, let's hear yours. Who you got? Um, my number one is Deontay Thompson from Alabama. Uh, just like Ray said, he's he's been there all year long, and he didn't do anything that proved him otherwise. Uh, number two, I also have Nasir Adderley from Delaware. Guy, guy is just freak from Delaware. You really don't hear a lot of these slow name schools who are able to compete with guys in in the in like high high uh, athletes and high uh, conferences. But he's doing it, and he did it during the Senior Bowl, and he showed that. Uh, as we said before, after the Senior Bowl, he had the most quote unquote Gruden stickers there. Uh, I guess that's what you call them. But um, yeah, he he really showed that he's a, he's he should be there to stay, and he will be. Uh, number three, I have Juan Thornhill from Virginia. 62 solo tackles at the safety position, six interceptions, uh, seven pass deflects. So it shows you that he can play this free safety role as good as he can play the strong safety roles with those six interceptions. And that 62 tackles, he's in on, on pass deflections. He can run. He can turn and run with those guys. We were the speed guys. I like him there. Uh, number four, I have Chauncey Garner-Johnson from Florida, 37 solo, four INTs. Uh, I liked him all year long. Uh, he was one of my favorite uh DBs um, going into the year, uh, and, and he really had a really great season this year. Uh, I like him number four. Number five, I like Amani Hooker from Iowa. Uh, 36 tackles, four INT, seven pass deflections. I think he's a true free safety. Could you play him as strong safety? Yeah, you could, but I think he would be more effective as a free safety than he would be as a strong safety with if he had a nice corner to his, to his right or to his left. He, he could be a very special free safety over the top. I'm really excited about how deep the draft is at defensive players, man. If you look at mm-hmm. even safety, you look at the top eight, nine guys, man, ten yeah. guys, they're real football players. They really are. I mean, I would have loved to put one John, I mean, Jock and Johnson. You know I've loved him since. Mm-hmm. But you can't because these other guys just played better in this year. But he's a player, too, man. I love this draft. I really do. Yeah, if you're a defensive-minded yeah. defensive person, oh, you're gonna love defense, it. you're going to love like, it. Like even Darnell Savage from Maryland, he could make this list as well. Yes. He, was, he had a great year. Um, Taylor Rapp from Washington, another guy that could have made a list. Um, Will Harris from Boston College, who quietly had a great season, who I think is going to light up the combine a little bit. There's this draft is it's just unbelievable for me and Ryan. We don't like it because the quarterbacks are kind of thin, but other mm-hmm. than that, I really love this this draft. You know what? The bad thing is for like like I tell people all the time because I'm a Dolphins fan. Until they get a, a quarterback, it's like we're peeing in the wind. It really is. It's like. We're going to have to restart everything on offense eventually if we don't get that quarterback. But I have a defensive coach as my head coach now. I'm kind of excited about it. We'll right. see how things work out. But there are so many good players defensively to draft this year. Mm-hmm. I'm really excited about the draft. I can't there could wait. Be, there could be a team that drafts seven rounds of defensive players. I, can't, I wouldn't I mean, be surprised. Yeah. I mean, there could be a team that drafts seven mm-hmm. defensive guys. Right. The thing, be, and they could all go in and play right away. That's the crazy thing. And, and the thing about Miami is they're really weak at um like like you know on defense they don't they're weak at defensive line. Mm-hmm. They have guys that are older. 
you know, Cam Wake, they're going to lose a couple guys. Um, they, their interior linemen are not nothing great. They're like serviceable guys because we, of course, they lost, they lost Jordan Phillips go and Dominic and right. Sue, which we're talking too much about pro football. But because of the <laughs> I can't wait to see what, what they pick out of this draft. I really can't. Definitely. So. And that being said, let's segue into our next section. It's called Best Fit. So what we're going to do from now until – draft time is try to figure out what players are best fit for a team that you think. And by the time draft comes around, we see who get picked. We're going to see, you know, what you guys said and did they get picked to the right team and things like that. So, oh, man. we're going to start this. I forgot this was recorded. All right. This Let's is see. recorded. <laughs> see, this is, the thing. this is the thing about me. I like to surprise these guys. So, I, I before we, um, we recorded this, I have not told these guys a name. I'm basically randomizing a name and throwing it at these guys. So these guys are sweating bullets right now. So yeah. <laughs> we're going to go down here. Uh, I'm going to start with Ray and I'm going to randomly pick a name and you're going to tell me what team or teams you think are the best fit for that player. So since this is going to be the first one we're talking about, I'm going to give you somebody pretty easy. I'm going to go Zach Allen. Best fit for Zach Allen. 49ers. Niners. Yep. Why? Because they need they need both. They need a defensive end and outside edge rushers either way. And I just think that they pick early enough to get them. Yeah. All right. Awesome. And I think that's that's just a great spot for him. I mean, anybody who needs an edge rusher, no matter if it's defensive end or outside linebacker, if you get Zach Allen, you're going to be happy. So, but the 49ers are there. That's the team I would probably see him going to. All right. I'm going to go with – Dom, and I'm going to give him an easy one, too. I'm going to give him a quarterback. Oh, thanks, man. Yeah, because I know you like quarterbacks. So, start you off easy. I don't, I'm not going to hurt y'all too much too much on this until later. Oh, thanks. But, <laughs> being that's the first one, I'm going to give you Nick Fitzgerald. Um, Nobody. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. Um, Maybe it wasn't that easy. <laughs> Honestly, I could see him in that L.A. Chargers type of offense okay. after Phillips gone. I mean, they run with their wide receivers being quick, and you would want to see a quarterback with a with a big arm and a big – let him run a little bit. You know what? It would be a good guy for him to mentor under, that's for sure. Yeah. You know, yeah, but definitely. I don't – I'm not a big Nick Fitzgerald guy. I'm really not, Tom. I think – He's a, more of an athlete than a real quarterback. So, but I think if you if you're going to go to if I'm a quarterback and I want to go, I might as well go learn from a guy like that that knows how to play the position. So, you know. All right. So Ray, I'm gonna give you. I'm going back to Ray. I'm gonna give you Drew Sample. Sample. There you go. Okay, dude. Who's the best fit for him? Um, let me think. I will say the Saints. Okay. Only because he's he's kind of more of in between, like a blocker type guy. Mm-hmm. So he'd be a good for anybody who could block for their running game and get out and still catch the ball a little bit. I think is a is a good guy for. Plus, I mean, Drew Brees makes tight ends look like Hall of Famers anyway. So you know. <laughs> yep. Great, great. All right, uh, Dom. I'm gonna give you Mark Fields. Hmm. Mark Fields from Clemson. What position is he in? Corner. They got him as corner. Oh, that's right. That's yeah. right. Um, I know they're not going to take him, but let's go Arizona. Okay. I think the other side of Patrick Peterson and him could be could be something. Um, yeah. I mean, he he's he's from the ACC. He's a Clemson guy, so he knows how to play the position. 
Um, I think Arizona would be a nice fit later in the draft. I think where he could land uh, and learn a little bit from Patrick Peterson, who's probably one of one of the best in the NFL. So I can see him going there. Okay. All right, I'm going back to back with you. All right, we're gonna get right. Miles Gaskin from Washington. Miles Gaskin. See, that's a good one because I thought there's some teams that really could use Miles Gaskin. Um, um, to an extent, I mean, five nine, two hundred five. He's a little shorter on the side. I'm gonna say Philadelphia. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Makes a lot of sense. Coming actually, coming into his running back number six. So yeah. I mean, he's 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 definitely there. We can definitely see what he can work. He's versatile. With. He can catch the ball. You know, he's, yeah. That's nice. That's actually a very good pick. I like that. All right, and Ray. Let's see who we're gonna go. We're gonna get. We're gonna give you a linebacker. Let's get, <laughs> why are you huffing and puffing over there? <laughs> All right, let's go. Vashon Joseph. Vashon Joseph from Florida. Yep. Outside linebacker. Um, you know what? Let me think. He needs an outside linebacker. Not really an edge guy, though, at all. He's really just a, a weak side type linebacker. This is why I like to have it random. It makes you guys think. It makes you think. think. What teams would want that, though? Wow. <laughs> you stopped him. You stopped the swallow. Well, I, I mean, I, I just don't. I, 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 mean, I have to know, like, what team, what system everybody's p- going to play. And, yeah. When I, when well, I watch Voshan Joseph, there's two teams that would come to mind. It would either be Chicago or Baltimore. They both play four threes, though, right? Right. So yeah, I mean, he'll have to wherever he goes. He's going to have to play in a four three. He so, can't right. play in a three four. I need to answer. <laughs> okay, um, the Jets. Jets. All right, all right. right. This is what we do on the RPO podcast. Uh, I just we make you think. <laughs> I mean, I like Machine Joseph. I just don't know. He's he is really like an undersized, weak side type linebacker. You right. know what I mean? Like, but so who, who, what team is he going to fit? Dom, we're gonna get you a receiver, and I'm ah. <laughs> I'm gonna go little Jordan. I love this name, little Jordan Humphrey. Little Jordan Humphrey. Not um, so, not so little Jordan Humphrey. <laughs> yeah, let's go Tennessee. Tennessee, all right. Yeah, I mean they really only have one or two or one big name wideouts and a lot of little pieces. I think if he learns that system coming from a Texas offense, I think they, they can, he can go into Tennessee maybe. All right. I like it. I like it. All right, Ray. We're going to ease up on Ray a little bit. He, I, stumped, <laughs> I'm stopped, I stumped on him the last one. So we're going to go way easy on this one. All right, let's give you Nasir Adderley. Nasir Adderley. Um, you know what? I'm going to go with Miami Dolphins. Oh, of course. Get out of no, here. Because I'm gonna, well, <laughs> no, because they're not – they're going to trade or cut Rashawn Jones. They're not going to cut Rashawn Jones. Come on. <laughs> hey, man, anybody taking bets? I Ooh. like the bet, brother. Uh-oh. I like the bet. Uh-oh. You think they're going to release I bet you they, they're going to try to trade him, and if they can't, they're going to cut him. Oof. It's very bold. Um, I like it. I like it. I'm telling you, it's going to happen. All right? I'm telling you. All right. Ray, I'm going back to back. I got to remember, they had the kid from Alabama to play safety now, too, though. So you put another little kid like Adderley in there, you're talking about, like, that's that's awesome stuff right there. Do you think next year, this year, Adderley can make a bigger impact than Jones can? Next year. Yeah, I think Rashad Jones Jones is a – 10 or 15 yards away from the line of scrimmage type of, of a safety right now, and them guys are dinosaurs in football right now, okay? 
You need two safeties that can cover. All right? God. All right, I'm going to back-to-back with you, and I'm going to give you Elijah Holifield from Georgia, running back. Oh, you know what? Let's go to the Atlanta Falcons. Ooh, I like it. Hometown like team. It. They need another running back. I'm going to go Georgia. And is I Freeman think a, is Freeman and Coleman back there? Or are they going to leave? Did Coleman leave? Coleman, Coleman's, Coleman, Coleman left, did right? not. Uh, it's not going to be resigned, so he's leaving. Um, Freeman just coming off an injury, and Correct. he is uh, under and, contract. And he's a Georgia kid, and yeah. you know people like him down there. I don't know how great of a football player he is, but hey, whatever. All right. I think he's one of those Georgia college running backs. I well, that could be good or bad though. Some of them are really good, and some of them are not. You know what I mean? Like, you now you could be Garrison Hurst, Herschel Walker, or who was the other guy? You know. <laughs> yeah. Right. All right, and Dom, we're gonna end off with you on this one. Um, Demarcus Christmas, defensive lineman from Christmas. Florida I had State. Marcus Christmas in my top five. I did. Wow. Yeah, um, you did. You did. I remember that. Marcus Christmas, 6'3", 300 pounds. It's going in there, number four lineman. So, let's go Denver. Denver. I like Denver it. Denver Broncos. Mm. Okay. Come out there in that mile high. I think he's not going to like it because he's a Florida guy. But, hey, I think their defense needs one or two more pieces to help them out. And I think Christmas can be a big guy in the middle. Awesome, awesome. Well, that will end our um, best fit segment tonight. If you like that segment, please comment on our uh, on our website, www.insidethehashes.com. Once again, this is the RPO Podcast. We're so grateful for you guys to listen. Please, please, please check us out on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, Inside the Hashes, on our website at insidethehashes.com. This is Jerome Jones, Ray Roberts, and Don Modelo. Thank you so much. Have a good night.